Hi, you guys. Welcome to Ghosted Stories. It's Chelsea. Darren. We're coming live, pre-recorded live from a, a conference room in my office that I'm probably not supposed live. to be on. <laughs> pre-recorded <laughs> live. Not I supposed love to that. be here. But I, I invited Andrew it Schultz to Shows how to long you've in. been at MTV. <laughs> <laughs> pre-recorded live. Yeah, this is live. Everybody, welcome. It was live at one time. Welcome Andrew Schultz to the program. Thank you. Yay. Comedian. Thank you. Am I too close? She's so screen. far. No, you're fine. You mean in terms of the microphone? Yeah. Schultz, thank you for being on top of sound. I appreciate it. You know, it's I, hard I, to manage it alone. It's so, important. yeah. It's all we got is sound in this uh, podcast. I know. <laughs> if we don't have that, world, right? what do we have? Mm-hmm. Uh, Schultz found some pretzels. They're also don't belong right. to anyone here, but I don't think they'll trace it back to us. Cook I mean, pretzels. now they will. Well, now th- I don't think they listen to this podcast, so. Very good. The chances of the th- people don't that use this sell conference yourself room. yourself short. Okay. Um, By the time this pre recorded live podcast comes out, Everybody will be listening. Okay. <laughs> Are you adjusting audio? I'm Do you got it? I'm adjusting your audio. Yeah, Perfect. I feel good about it. Um, okay, so Schultz. Yes. We're excited that you joined us here today in Thanks this illegal conference room. Before we get into sort of like some dating stories that you have, mm-hmm. we like to do at the top of the show a little segment we call Topical Shit. Okay. And this is what's going on in our lives right now, something we wanted your input on. Great. Recently, my boyfriend and I have had been having sort of discussions about, we're kind of on opposite sex schedules. I'm usually more into having sex at the, in, at the night, at the night, at night, at the in night. the night, during the night, yeah. when the sun's down. Yeah. And he's more interested. He's like really horny when he first wakes up. But really? I'm still sort of in a coming out of a sleep coma. Like I, yeah. it's hard for me to get going in the morning. Yeah, I don't like morning sex. So we kind of had, a conversation about it where we're like how can we get more on the same schedule and and within it it came up I said I'm perfectly happy even if I'm not like so super in the mood I can still be into like going through the motions but then there are some times when really it just feels like Mm. I don't even want anyone to touch me I'm not awake yet and then we got into the discussion of but shouldn't we, I mean, he said something to the effect of like, yeah, but shouldn't we want to like please each other? Like, shouldn't we want to make the other one happy? Yeah. And that to me is such a trigger thing because it's that gray area Uh-oh, of trigger. am I supposed to make you word. happy? Are you supposed to, you know, like, is there an obligation? At what point does sex become or should it be an obligation? It's always an obligation. You think so? Yeah, you just get to enjoy it. What a great obligation. obligation obligation is something you don't enjoy that's not true work is an obligation but we enjoy it some people don't enjoy it and that's why their work sucks but like i enjoy doing what i do for a living i'm obligated to do it because i have to pay off a mortgage but do you think now i cannot do it and then the bank can take my home from me just like you cannot please your boyfriend and then he can take your relationship from you. But We're see, both that's obligated. Insane. That's why I want to talk about you, uh, this with you, Schultz, because I knew you'd have a lot of spicy conversation. Oh, I'm supposed to please you? Yeah, you like, are. That feels very 1950s. No, it's all the time. <laughs> yes, it's your job. Yeah, it's called evolution. It is primal. Yes, you should. Not only are, should you, are you supposed to, you'll enjoy it. It will make you feel good. But can aren't I allowed to just not be in the mood sometimes? Like of course when you I'm are. in the morning when Absolutely. I'm barely awake. There's no rule you have to fuck him. But so then do you think should I feel should either I don't one of fuck us in the morning. guilty? It's if, gross. So how do you feel? Does it, but that's the thing, he's saying hundred percent of the time that they should be like trying to please each other. And I think that's when it's I don't know wrong. if he said that. I and think that's your interpretation of it. It's him. true and actually and I should have that's also on me. I didn't fully he has never made me feel pressured. If I'm not in the mood, he has never made me feel not. guilty and never. Yeah. He's always been like, okay, I feel guilty. I think it's more of a self-imposed thing. Good. I want to be able to like, us to both feel happy Good. and you feel like feel we're guilty. having no sex. But I, but I feel guilty. Do you? I had a girl that had way, way stronger sex drive than me. Way stronger sex drive. And how did you guys handle that? I, I, I fucked her. 
even when you are in the mood, <laughs> yeah. how does that work though? I, I mean, get my dick half hard and then I fuck her <laughs> and then I feel <laughs> pathetic afterwards. But she needs to get fucked, so I do it. Okay, I mean, I gotta do it so some other guy doesn't do it. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Is that why you do it? I thought about it? going on Viagra. I started meditating. Do you? S- is that is that really what the motivation then is? At Absolutely. The core of it, is that you feel like you're gonna lose her, yeah. or hurt the relationship? Yeah. And then what happened at the end? Um, I think. Well, we broke up for for other, other reasons. reasons. Other yeah, reasons. and I um. And I, I, I think I don't know if I regret it, but I mean that's another thing. Um, you know, I still like deeply in love with this girl. I think she's absolutely amazing. But uh, I think you know, sexual chemistry and, and and we had great sex. I think, um, but sexual chemistry is very important. I guess maybe getting on that schedule and then pleasing both of you. I think the big the the big reason we not only feel guilt, but we feel um, I guess insecure when we don't do it. Is right. Obviously, we're concerned about the other person cheating or leaving us or right. going to find that solution somewhere else but we're the ones that binded them in that contract in the first right. place right and i think also you said you can only eat here right and then you stopped feeding them right. That's true. do you know what i mean so like well, so it's like if you take away that you can only eat here you have no obligation right but what you want is him to only eat at your restaurant right but sometimes you're like i don't feel like cooking today and he's right. like well Bitch, am I going to starve? Well, what do you want me to do? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, it's true. And I think also the guilt I feel is that I don't ever want him to perceive it as rejection or that I'm not attracted that's, to him. I think it's like the, sometimes I'm just, if yeah. I'm barely awake enough to know my own name just because yeah. I didn't get much sleep last night. Morning sex is weird. It's don't so feel hard really. It's awful. What about you though, Aaron? Do you and Pat ever, what's your situation? Are we ever on different sex schedules? Yeah. Yeah. Like how do you work it out? I think it's this, well, I'm the opposite in that I only like i like morning sex and then all through the day is fine but just like right before bed sex i why because i feel like it's at the end of a long day and you've like gotten to the finish line yeah and then it just you're like winding down and then just to like get jazzed up to have sex yeah and then afterwards you're up and it just seems like i just want to not really well i always say to him like if you want to have sex then like when i get home from work or when you get home from work like let's do it then I don't want to, I don't know. At the end of the day, it's I don't like it. Yeah, but now you're treating sex like, I don't know, just like Well, that's laundry. why it's hard. That's why it's hard. And that's exactly what he said. He was like, I, it sucks that now we're having a conversation as if sex is an obligation and we're yeah. trying to like, but I think it's healthy. You have to have conversations like that. So I don't think having yeah. conversations like that takes away the enjoyment or magic. I don't think it means that we're in a weird place in a relationship if we have to talk about a sex schedule. No, you know, I, it but just sucks using the word schedule, right? Like, well, ideally, of course. I think it's really difficult. Rejection is really difficult. I hate being rejected sexually by someone I'm with, right? I right. just do not like it. So it's almost to the point where, like, if I sense that you're maybe not in the mood, I won't even go there. Mm, right, because you don't want to hear. Because I don't no. want to hear no, yeah. because then I'm like, oh, my girl doesn't want to fuck yeah. me. Like, I'll feel insecure, yeah. right? So. I, I'm very sensitive to that. I like play. So usually I think through like physical contact, you can kind of tell right. if you want to or not. And I go off of those cues. And then that saves us want you the guilt of having to say, I don't want to have sex with you. Right. You kind of like say it with your body. And then it saves him the, the rejection. Do we think it's different for women having sex when we're maybe not super in the mood than it is for guys? Can like you was- orgasm when you're in the mood, when you're not in the mood? No. No. And I don't do really you think orgasm frequently? It's a personal question. I don't, not just from sex. You need to have, we use a vibrator while you do it? Or usually like he just goes down on me first. So you orgasm from that and then. And then we have sex. Exactly. Yeah. And you don't orgasm that often during sex? 
No, from like penetrative sex. Like yeah. honestly, I think I know. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Sex. Two women in my. <laughs> <laughs> I know two women that I've ever met in my life that like come that way. I don't yeah. know anybody who does. So no, definitely not. You don't know anybody, isn't that so? Well, sad? no, I know two. This is so crazy. <laughs> it's just so sad. I can't if we've already sort of like if we've been of doing course other you don't want to fuck and then that's like that. If, when you're not coming, like that's the point of fucking. Well, that's not the but point. But I of consider fucking like the whole experience, sexual, the whole thing. Right. Um, and I don't mind. Well, that's why. Does I, he go down you first thing in the morning? That if I'm in the mood, but that's kind of what it is. But I'm, does he? If I'm in the, in the mood, yeah. If I don't I'm, know if I do that. If I'm like, in the mood, he will brush your teeth, do whatever. You brush down there or something, right? It's like, you know, pussy breath in the morning is probably just as bad as the mouth breath, right? It's, it's just something. I don't know. It's all closed up all evening and shit. I don't, I don't know about that one. You need to like walk around a little bit. <laughs> If I'm if I'm in the mood to get off, then yes, we'll, he'll do whatever has to happen to get me off. But a lot of mornings, I'm in a place where I'm perfectly happy just to be like, yeah, let's do. Because I, I like I don't I'm I don't consider it a failure if I don't get off during sex unless I'm super in the mood. Sometimes I could just be in the mood Ooh, to would. be close to him. I, that to me is not an upsetting. That right. is part of sex to me. Like if he's getting off and just the closeness, and if I'm not super in the mood to get off, great. We I mean. That to me is not a big deal, but that's where I think for women it makes it even a stranger sensation if I'm absolutely, if I'm not just sort of medium, like, oh, I could take it or leave it. If I'm really like, I'm not in the mood, I'm upset, I'm tired, and then to let him put his penis in me is a weirder, more violating sensation, I think, You've than You've had guys. sex like that? You've been like 100% not in the mood, not wanting to do it. I think like when I was younger until yeah. I realized, you know what I mean? Until then I was like, oh, this is not a good experience. Do you ever get into the mood like while you're doing it? Sure. Then? I think maybe not yeah. while I'm doing it, but maybe more like once we start like making out or you know what I mean? But what about you, Aaron? Do you feel what I'm putting down there in terms of like I don't for think women, I've ever had different... the experience. I mean, I definitely think it's different, obviously, for women than men having sex. But I think it's like I've never had that experience of definitely not wanting to have sex and then being going. like, well, let's give it a shot. No, I don't think yeah. I've ever done that. I think I've always been like interested. Never, <laughs> I've done that all the all the time. Well, that's what Tons I was gonna say. Of times. Right, yeah. it's just part of it. And then you get into it, and then you want to have sex. Right, and then it's a thing like once it's happening. Right, but then I think like for guys, it's less of a. I feel like for guys, like sex is thing. like an, a mechanical thing. It's like a release. Like I do this, and then I like take a shit in the morning. But I feel like for women, it's so much more of a mental thing. Sure, of course. So like if I've just had a fight with my mother, or if I'm yeah. worried about this, or I'm worried about that, like getting into the headspace to be able to enjoy sex is just not gonna happen. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I also think there's something chemical about it for women. Like I think, oh, definitely. And like um, not only chemical, but like uh, emotional, like. Like we need to, and this sounds crazy, but like I think we need to fuck you so that you feel loved. I know this sounds crazy, but it's like keep going. Like you need to be like my buddy who's married. He's like, dude, you need to fuck them until they don't want to anymore. Like it's just they they need to feel <laughs> desired. Like if if you want to fuck more than your boyfriend, that won't work. Okay. You know, because then you start, am I ugly? Does he yeah. not? You're not yeah. used to not, like I don't think women a lot of times are used to being the one who wants to fuck more because your whole life is people trying to fuck you. Right. So you're like, whoa, what, what, what is this? Right. Like I mean, now I'm single and like there's been times where I've been, you know, maybe talking to girls and then we stop talking. And I've had multiple girls say to me, I've never been rejected before. What? Yeah, like they've, like, they've, turned down they've never, 
they've never not even turned up sex to be like maybe more maybe we hang out for a little bit but I don't really feel that kind of connection right. but like that's nothing that they've they've right. never went through that in their lives right. so you're saying for you it doesn't have like of course it's a bummer and you feel some sense of rejection or insecurity even if your longtime girlfriend says I'm just not in the mood tonight sure but you don't think it's as much of an emotional reaction that women have you think it's more just like I think, think we're we more take it to heart more I think we're more used to not being fucked yeah <laughs> Right, like we've yeah, dealt fair. our whole lives, like yeah, years of just no, I don't feel like it. Okay, I right. I'm, I can cope with that. Right, I don't know if you guys can count how many times that you've guys been like, I don't feel like fucking you. Well, I would say for and like majority <laughs> of the time, yeah. I mean, I really can't think in terms of my long term relationships. Yeah, I can't think of a time or you know more than just once, twice here and there yeah. where I was really in a situation where I started to worry, like, oh man, he doesn't want to have sex tonight. Even the morning after, even the morning after, we had a conversation about like you know sex in the morning and how I'm just not, you know, we had this whole sex schedule sort of conversation and the very next morning he just like gets up and takes a shower and doesn't even try to have sex with me and now you're freaking and out i'm like almost crying i'm like babe but i just thought especially since we talked about it we could kind of you know and he's like what and i'm like i'm clearly being like the insane person in this scenario he's That's like he's like we just had a conversation that you don't want sex in the morning i didn't want to like make you feel weird so i took a shower and didn't try and i'm like yeah but this is the hard thing about this is the hard thing about being a guy it's and we need to listen to the things that you feel right and we need to understand how you feel and have compassion for how you feel and then we also need to not listen to anything that you say <laughs> because what you say you do not feel at all so it's like it's like the idea like I've, a million people have done this joke but this idea of like uh you know the only thing women hate more than sexual harassment is no sexual harassment right like if you see I don't know about that yeah you I don't say know about that, that now Schultz. i think one of these things that, that you're experiencing and a lot of guys I think don't even realize this is like all your boyfriend really needs to do is like pump the brakes for like three days. Yeah. If he doesn't even mention anything, if he just doesn't try to fuck you for three mornings in a row, you'll have a psychological breakdown and you'll try to fuck him in the morning to make sure he still wants to fuck you. You're probably right. I so, that. so is that what's happened? <laughs> it's been more than three days. Well, you ad well, she addressed it day one, right? <laughs> one day without fucking, and she's crying in her bed. I literally was like, me. <laughs> So, so I really we, did start to cry. So we have to, but so what we have to do is look at a situation like that, and then we have to find out what's the real catalyst for the for the right. emotion that you're feeling. Right. 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 Is it you don't want to have sex in the morning, or is it you feel completely desired by your boyfriend, and since you're satisfied by that desire, you don't need to have sex with him to prove right that he likes you. Right. Right. So he he's 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 trying to have sex with you so much that you actually don't even need to fuck him for the proof that he wants to fuck you. Sure. So what he should do, what I would tell him to do is throw her off for a little bit. Don't try to fuck her for a couple of days and then you'll get insecure enough to want to fuck him in the morning and then he'll get what he wants. Do you you didn't even need a few days though. No, yeah, just one day. And then like I a was few like, hours. Literally <laughs> one more, 30 minutes <laughs> without trying to get fucked, you, fr you started crying. I lost you went my mind. 30 minutes without trying to get fucked and your life fell apart. I was like, I don't like this power shift. Exactly. I don't like this dynamic shift. <laughs> Aaron, do you and Pat ever play these games? Like, do are, are one of you like usually like hornier than the other, or is it sort of like? No, I mean he is definitely more than me. Okay, but because I, I think you're right. I think the like if he has ever turned me down, it's been like 
a big emotional thing. And do you guys have to have conversations about it though? No, like, do, I call does my he ever get like upset? I do for a week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but but I remember the first time because like we've been dating now for like almost six years. But I remember the first time that we like didn't have sex and we just like slept together in the same bed and I was like that We're was terrifying. Up. Yeah. Right. See, isn't it fascinating? It's so interesting. But then we gotta ask ourselves, are we fucking so that we confirm that this person desires us? Right. Or are we fucking because we want to fuck that person? I don't think we should be fucking out of insecurity. I think we should be fucking out of passion. Right? Sure, of course. Of so, course. The and dream. that's both ways, right? Yeah, like, right. I don't want to try to fuck my girlfriend to prove that she likes me. I want to fuck my girlfriend because I want to fuck her and I think she's beautiful and I want to make love to her. Whatever it is, sometimes we make love, sometimes we fuck. Whatever that is, I right. just want to desire. I don't want to have this like insecurity in my stomach. Uh, I wonder if she'll have sex with me tonight. <laughs> That's not healthy at all. Right. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. definitely not. And isn't it weird that we even have to, because I wasn't, I mean, before this relationship now, the last like serious relationship I was in was like two or three years ago. And I kind of had for it was like I almost forgot a bit about this dynamic. Like it's so strange that it's even a thing. You just figure like we're in a relationship, mm -hmm. so we're in this. Here we are. But you forget that even like you know, people who are married like do this dance, or then that's why they stop having sex because they're just sick of <laughs> trying to like yeah. figure but then it out. Goes against sort of what you're if you only want to have sex with somebody for like passion reasons, but then you say it's an obligation. So like so it's like just people are on different like levels. With that, I right? didn't. I, w the word obligation is gross. Yeah, it's a contract, which is also kind of gross. But <laughs> but, but it is to some it, it it is that to some degree. When you when you restrict somebody, you have an obligation to them. Right. And I think that it makes it easier if we look at it in terms of what a man is obligated to do to a woman. I think mm -hmm. when we look at women's obligation to men's it, men, it gets clouded in um, uh, what is it, the patriarchy or whatever those yeah, words, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. the, the misogyny and that kind of yeah. stuff. Mm -hmm. But if if we look at it the other way, it's a little bit more easy to digest. If I say you can't have sex with anybody else and you're my girlfriend, but I don't have sex with you. Right. Am I fulfilling my end of the bargain? Like right. the sure. deal is we fuck each other only. The deal isn't you don't fuck anybody else. Or me. Right? right. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, but does that mean like then you have to have sex with her every day, every time that she wants? Or does that mean like once a week? Because I, I think obviously like you should be having sex in a relationship. Otherwise, it I makes right. sense for the person to stray. But I don't think if it's. I think I think what happens is if you guys have an incompa incompatible sex drive. You got to break up. It's going to, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. So I think you should try to have sex as much as your drive wants you to. Mm -hmm. And the other person should try to have sex as much as their drive wants them to. And if they don't link, done. Now, we got to be very clear, though. Drive is different than motivation by insecurity. Mm -hmm. Right. Of I'm course. horny. I want to fuck. Not I'm insecure. I want to fuck because in my life, I've realized that. Right. I feel good when people fuck me. Right. And unfortunately, uh, to a larger extent, men now, but you know, for many years, women valued themselves through intercourse. Oh, right. he fucked me. He must like me. Right. Oh, I, I don't feel valued. I'm going to sleep with that guy at the bar. At least I'll know somebody right. values me. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're not even thinking about their own orgasm. They're thinking about how can right. I make that person come so I feel validated Good. yeah yeah so yeah. I, that's what we have to be very like kind of self-aware about and like it, and it's a tough thing because a lot of times it's confusing yeah you know emotions is. feel real <sighs> relationships are hard very also a thing my boyfriend said to me after the first big fight we had and he meant it so sincerely and it was adorable <laughs> he was like 
relationships are hard, Chelsea. I know. Oh, he said relationships. <laughs> they're very hard. I was like, yes, Angel. You yeah. know why they're hard? Because we don't need each other. Yeah. It was so much easier when it was like a business contract. You know, like I was out right. in like the gold rush and I'm mining gold and I need somebody to make beans. Yeah. And all, like all you got to do is make beans. beans. Yeah. yeah. And they would put Bring contracts in. in the in the paper. They would they would literally put, I need a wife to come make beans and I'm going to do the gold. <laughs> Did you get some gold? Yeah. Okay. Here's a bean. And then you had your part. I had my part. Like you can sustain yourself without your boyfriend. Right. 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 He can sustain himself without you. There are other people that we can meet. And it's easier than ever to meet these other so people. There's so there. much yeah. more criteria, higher threshold for like what value are you adding to my life at the end of the day? Like, is this harder than what it's worth? Because it is just all emotional. Exactly. It's there's nothing so practical about it anymore, really. Hard. It's all just like emotional. That being said, the relationships that do work now are the strongest. Right. So yeah. way less work. But relationships that worked back in the day didn't really work like right. uh, they weren't happy husbands why it was just like okay we both got to do this yeah the people that are happy now it's a very small percentage yeah but those people are truly happy because they know they could they're a swipe away yeah. from finding another girl they yeah. choose not to or a swipe away from finding another guy right. they choose not to they're so. really committed to like making it work so maybe it's good maybe only 20 percent of people should be happy <laughs> that's true really no maybe because yeah. we really deserve it yeah and it's putting in the work too right Tons. It's awful. I hate. I, I want a girlfriend. I'm going through. I'm looking right. Well, so tell awful. Us, let's transition to this. So Schultz, tell us just sort of the brief story of what's happening in your dating life now, and also in the past. Like, are you a relationship guy? Where have you uh -huh. been? Where are you? Where are you going? I'm a relationship guy. I've been. I you know long relationship with with a girl while you knew me, mm -hmm. and then uh, I broke up, and I was just kind of doing the single thing for a while. So the first time I was single after being on television, and I, and I and I think, admittedly, I wanted to feel that, like what that was yeah, like. Right. Is there an increase in value? Do I get things easier? Da da da. Sure. And then I met this this really amazing woman, and um, we just started kind of hanging out. And eventually, trickled into you know being in a relationship, and then we we were in that forever. And it was uh, we were that we were together almost like a year, and. Um, She's just brilliant. I, st I still love her. I don't think I'm over it at all. Um, but I, ultimately, I ended the relationship because I felt um, I'm kind of like needy in a relationship. And I need – and there's a certain – Did you always know that about yourself or you felt no, like you discovered it I in discovered this relationship? It. I discovered wow. it from my last one. Okay. And uh, How long was that one? Four years. Okay. And This uh, is when you guys lived together, right? We lived together. And this is when you had a cat with. Yes. Because Schultz and I know each other from when he was on Guy Code and Girl Code, yep. and I'm one of the producers. And also, so basically, I'm the one on the other side of the camera yep, that I'm that's talking to. He's talking and to. So you and then just we're made it all about cats. I just made, yeah, I tried to make most of the conversation. I <laughs> steered it cat heavy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but so this yeah. is just like old times. Schultz and I talking about relationships, only great. no one's getting paid for it this time. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's even better. <laughs> it's organic. That's how you know we really love it. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, come to this conference room we're not supposed to be in on MLK Day and we'll make it happen. Got him. So, okay, so you guys broke up. So now you so are- So I get with this girl. Right. And then, um, and I, I kind of learned a little bit about myself. Like, it, you know, it was one of those things where like, you know, I'm a stand-up. I like reaction. I like, you know, I like yeah. to uh, say something and kind of feel uh, valued by what I say and feel like there's a genuine interest in what I say. Right. And um, I guess I didn't, you know, you know somebody who like, you make them laugh, but you don't, you're not sure- 
sometimes. Like, yeah. like there's certain people like you just know how to make them laugh. Like it's just, you, it's almost like tickling them. Yeah. You know, not necessarily, or you shoot maybe like 60% with laugh right, or 70%. Like you're right. good right. friends. 60, 70% is a lot. Sure. But like you're good <laughs> friends. No, but that's good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's right. like, yeah, that's somebody you want to hang around. That's exactly. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. but when you're with someone who you maybe shoot like 30%, at first it's kind of exciting. It's like, how do I figure out how to, what are this person's sensibilities right. are? I think after a while it gets a little exhausting. Right. That makes and sense. I was so fascinated and by this girl. Like I thought she was just so brilliant, so fucking funny, like hysterical. Like the references, her storytelling, her was references. She a comic she come, too? No, no, not oh. not at all. She's um she's an artist. Uh, she's she models, but she's a photographer and and just like the most brilliantly like creative, like aesthetic person i like in terms of what she sees it's just it's unbelievable like you know the way like Chappelle could take a new story and find something funny that nobody else saw mm -hmm. like yeah. i feel like that's what she can do with like visual stimulus oh wow brilliant and um and uh but there was like this and i had like a new discovery today even in, in therapy my therapist pointed something out i was like why'd you do this fucking six months later asshole we love <laughs> therapy here in so, yeah, sisters. i mean i believe in it but it, um but so yeah i was like i couldn't find that button i was shooting too yeah. low a percentage and i was i knew this woman really loved me but it's one thing to, like i know that black holes exist but i haven't seen it yeah you know i, I didn't i couldn't f feel it yeah. you know i know it's there but i so i needed that that kind of reassurance yeah. and um so I didn't, and I, and I didn't want to get to the point where like I resented it, right? Sure. Because I just really cared about this person. Yeah. And um, but I haven't really stopped thinking about her. I'm talking to my therapist today, and I was like, yeah, it's weird. It's like, you know, there's some people that just kind of like they get me. Like I'm, you know, I, I say things that that aren't like meant to be funny, but it's funny because it's kind of mean. Yeah. I don't think we had that thing, and and he's like, do you think maybe she was anxious? And I go, well, what do you mean? Like, maybe she didn't know what the right response was, so she just huh. responded with silence. And I, like, put my hat over my head. I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God. Like, how could I not see something? Like, I'm the most analytical part. Like, how could I not? But, yeah. sure, and that's a possibility, and that's an interesting point that your therapist brought up. Yeah. But also, I think you really articulated well or hit the nail on the head when you said about people who get you. Yeah. And like we we're just talking about relationships being more you need emotional fulfillment more than like practical bean making fulfillment now in this day and age so if she wasn't getting you if you didn't have a, a effortless dynamic yeah more than the you know knowing each other more than just a couple of weeks then yeah. you can get along with a person and not dislike a person and like a person but still not have that x factor of just feeling like you could be completely at ease with them and like they're giving yeah. you the emotional fulfillment and validation like you said so that right. you need so i mean yeah there's something about and we were talking about this where it's like maybe there's something in in me there's like a, a little bit of a hole or void or something that, that i need kind of filled right yeah and which we all have that which, we all say, have right? it in different yeah. ways shapes or forms right, right? Yeah. um and some people have a mound and mm -hmm. you need to like chip away at it it's yeah. too much right there's not some people need filling and the other people need less yeah. attention right they, yeah they need to be left alone um but i guess what i was you know I was talking to my therapist and i was like so what is the solution do i work on the hole and try to fill it myself or we were calling it an itch mm -hmm. right do i try to get rid of the itch or do i get somebody who can scratch it yeah oh that's so interesting and it's yeah. like i've hung around people who who can scratch it maybe mm -hmm. i haven't really gotten invested emotionally with them but like mm -hmm. the feeling of someone who can scratch and being around that is you've, you've known it you know people oh, like that yeah it's exactly. so nice it's right. just such you get to you know right but at the same time 
so you're wondering, so is this a need that you shouldn't have? Or you're saying like, maybe this is need is out of control. Well, like, I don't know if it's out of control, but it's like, it's one of those things where you gotta, you gotta look at and you gotta, right. or, or value and some, something that I value when I'm dating now is like, how, how comfortable can I be with right. myself? But it's really hard because, you know, I still really love this girl right. because she's so, I'm so in love with her. Like I, like I love the things about it's like it's like a car that's like a really nice car, but it's stick shift. Yeah. It's like I don't know how to drive stick, but I love the car. Right. Like, <laughs> right. like I right. want to drive it. I right. wish I could learn how to drive right. it, but yeah. my, I just don't know how to operate it. My wrist, you know, don't right. work for that. So it's like <laughs> you know the coordination. Exactly. I never I, had the coordination to drive stick. Do you do you have any since this is the Ghosted Stories podcast? Yes. Do you have any experience with ghosting or being ghosted or any feelings about it? Um, it's, yeah, it's not sure. that's okay. Tons of experience. Have you ever just like ghosted on a girl um, after more than a date or two? Yeah, just I'm, flat out no communication. Uh, yeah, but I'm not good at I don't I don't end communication. Like if they reach out, I'll absolutely reach out. I'm a, I'm very cowardly in that regard. And then do you eventually then you mean that then you just see them again or you tell them at that point like hey I just didn't see it go anywhere? No, I, I won't say that because it's uh, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. So what do you feelings. say? I, we just like kind of have conversation. It's the same thing as like it's the same thing as being in bed and like letting someone know you're not in the mood. You know, you just, just have like, conversations that go nowhere. Yeah, it's like yeah. light conversation, the small amount of words, and you never ask them to hang out again. Get the, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they get it. and I'm sure girls do that with me. Like there's a girl that. I went on a date with. I had a really fun time, but then I, there's something shifted. It was weird, and um, I don't know what it was. We we we, we was a really beautiful girl, and it was uh, kind of fun. And then uh, something shifted. I felt a shift. I didn't know what it mm-hmm. was. I couldn't figure out what it was. Like we made out, and the I, I didn't know. In the moment, you felt the shift, or you felt it like after you the shift said on the goodbye. Date. For the, oh, interesting. I felt the shift on the date, but I'm very sensitive to like yeah. things like that, right? Mm-hmm. So. Um, and then, like, we texted a little back and forth, but it just felt like I was pushing it and, uh, you know, yeah. light response. And I just, I'm not into. I wonder, so I'm you don't know it. if it was something you said or something. So that's the thing. I, I, I end up going, well, it's one of those things like, uh, what is it, getting ghosted? I, I was thinking about this for the podcast. And it's it's kind of like um, when you're ghosted, it, it's, it's very similar to, like, an STD test. Mm-hmm. It's like you only want to know the results if they're good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like if somebody goes to you, you only want to go. Oh yeah, I ghosted you because you know, uh, you know, my my boyfriend and I ended up getting back together, and I was just single for a week, and blah blah blah. Right. And then you're like, oh, it's not me. Okay, thanks. But you don't right. really want the honesty. Well, yeah, we hung out, and uh, I'm not into it. It was really bored by you, and da, da, da. like, right. You don't want to hear that. So I think right. in a way, ghosting is kind of a good thing because you can lie to yourself in a positive way. You mean that you would want, right, you would rather a girl give you the sort of like, oh, you know, I got back together, or, you know, I'm, I'm moving yeah. to Italy. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> All or those just girls nothing. Just I don't need in. an, ex- <laughs> like, I don't think you need an explanation if somebody doesn't want to be with you, because what does that really give me? It's like, if you don't want to be with me, that's your loss. That's the way I'm going to look at it, sure. right? I know that in my heart, I know that there's nobody that was going to, if I'm into you. Right. Like, right. if I'm into a girl, right. like with every girlfriend I've been with if they cheat on me or they leave me it's their loss because if i'm into you nobody's better for you yeah i believe that right every guy should believe that when they're with their girl you get free therapy anytime being with anytime free therapy (laughs) (laughs) anytime right he likes cats i love cats no so it's like i know that for you and i have no problem telling these girls it's like nobody's gonna be able to love you the way i love you if i'm loving them nobody's gonna be able to do these like i know it It's, uh, it's it's but every guy should think that way about the person they're with right 
So when it comes to when it comes to ghosting or like that, it's at first it hurts your ego. You're like, right. oh shit, what did I do wrong? And then we've got to realize this not this isn't a video game. There's not like a like, no matter how we strategize to get laid. At the end of the day, like if you're not supposed to be with somebody or they don't want to be with you, it's better that you're not. Yeah. Right. It's like if if you're not good at shooting a basketball, you can work on that and get better at shooting a basketball. But like, right. why should I develop a skill to fuck women who don't want to fuck me? Right. right. Like, where does that get me? Like, okay, I fucked another girl. Great. Like, yeah. I yeah. fucked enough girls in my life that I don't need to fuck them for numbers right. type of thing. Right. It's like totally. I'd rather date a girl that I actually like and she likes me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you right. So you would rather not has a girl though ever completely stop communicating with you yeah. after you've significantly like more than two, three dates. Like let's say you're seeing each other for a couple months or vice versa. Have you ever done that to a girl? More than just like oh, a handful of dates. Has it ever really been like, oh I thought I was kind of going somewhere with this girl? No. And she just vanished. No. Okay. I think that's a big thing between men and women though too. Because like obviously you have a lot of self confidence. So it's like you would tell yourself the story that like not wanting a shield to that or not wanting to hear that it was a bad thing. But I think for a lot of people with a ghosting, if it they assume it's themselves and then it's like yeah. a self-esteem thing. So if they do hear that, like I'm she moved to Italy or he moved to Italy or got back <laughs> with his boyfriend. I'm sorry I started this Italy rumor. Yeah. Or whatever. That's more beneficial to them. Yeah, you know, because I think it's right. to digest. Yeah, yeah, it's harder for people, or you know, sort of whatever platitudes that they get. But I think the nothingness is what like scares people, and I think right. that's where people get hurt. Don't get me wrong. It it like you know when I first I first you know started kind of dating, and I, I've never dated in my life actually. This was the first time I actually went on dates. I had always just kind of you, you want to come over, or like I met you at a bar or something. I actually went on dates, and this was the first date I went to on that I didn't lead to something. It was the first time I hung out with a girl and I, I didn't feel like she wanted to hang out again. Hmm, interesting. Right? And that could be me being insecure, like me just not getting enough right. feedback from her. Right. She right. could in her head be going, oh, this guy, he's probably dating lots of girls and I'm going to play it cool and not talk. Mm -hmm. Like that could be what she's thinking. Right. But I interpreted the the aloofness as disinterest because then that's a very real thing too especially i mean i'm assuming this girl well tell me about this and now mm -hmm. that you're dating again like you said for the first time really since you've you know you've been on some successful tv shows you're I mean, yeah. you're making a living as a public person as a performer as a comedian yeah. so do women that you're going on dates with know this yeah. Or do you think like do you like this Sometimes. girl? Do you think she knew you were like? Would she have known you on the street before this time that you hung out for a date? Would she have known like, oh my god, that's that guy from Guy Code? Or would she have recognized you? Do you think? Or yeah, she, I don't know. Yeah, I think most, not all of them, but some of them know who I am. Some right. of these girls have been foreign and they don't really know. Right. I think that they'll obviously do like a little Instagram stalking and then see that I'm in like, some oh. way on television or something. But in in all in total honesty, like the girls that I've been dating have fucked way more famous people than me. They're <laughs> right? so, so like, like these foreign <laughs> star fuckers. So, but what, what dating foreign, apps are you like on? American, but like, are uh, you on the dating apps that are like the special, what's it Raya? called? Yeah, Raya? Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. So do you like, do just like the Tinder Bumble? Like for, I, I think I almost want to. For I, I think that might be better folk? for me. Yeah. Just because, uh, they might not believe it's you then. Who was it? Was it someone, one of my friends, I actually had, I think two separate friends say to me, Oh, I just found Michael Che on Tinder or Bumble, but then we're like, you know, is it even him, sort of thing. Yeah, and I'm like, but well, that's the thing. It's like it's funny because, and again, not, I mean, obviously, 
he's on SNL. He's a very recognizable guy. Sure. But at the same time, it's not like, but then, so he's not, like, it's, he's it's, so famous he can't be on Tinder. No, bubble. it's an ego boost, right? right? Like, it's nice, like, you know, on these dating apps, you match with people, and that's what you do it for right, right. like exactly yeah like, you don't talk to most of the people you match with i mean right. you do like not most but it depends like i don't i don't really click on people that i don't wouldn't want to go hang out with i right. don't just do the click every single one no matter what they look right. like because i feel like that's more of a waste of time like, right so um and i don't really want to waste the other person's time sure type of thing either but um but yeah i just i just you know, I think, um, I don't know what we were even talking well, about. Well, do you think, I mean, this is a little bit love, but do you feel as though it is helpful or sometimes more of, of a frustration that you are someone who's recognizable? That oh, you... no, I'm not frustrated because at this point in my career, I'm pretty much only recognized for being myself. Right. So that's oh, yeah, fine that's with a good me, point. right? Yeah. Like if mm-hmm. I was, mm-hmm. you know, Joey from Friends or right. something like that and people were dating Joey right. from Friends. That's a really good point. That would make me insecure. Like right. I think that's what actors go through where it's like, who are you in love with? Are you in love with Brad Pitt and Fight Club or are you in love right. with Brad Pitt? Like, <laughs> yeah. what is this Poor person? Yeah, like I don't, <laughs> yeah, he's kind of rough, right? <laughs> but but, but you, on some real shit, like right. I really I really think that that's a concern for some people. And um, but in terms of like a girl being attracted to me, maybe for my success, like that's just primal. Like there's right. nothing you should a- achieve that. Like yeah. I'm going to be attracted to her that's for true. her physicality, and she's going to be attracted to me for my success. And there's I would never feel weird about that at all. It's said we've been from the beginning of time. Well, and that won't last for very long too. Right. Well, of, again, that you just gets us in the door. Somebody, yeah. Again, tr- hey, listen, nobody c- can find stunning women not attractive like me okay <laughs> trust me i, I am the best at that <laughs> like i look back on pictures of girls that i've dated that i stopped being interested on like what You're the like, fuck <laughs> is wrong with you like literally on today i'm looking at a picture of this girl she's on the beach and one of these like a, a bikini i'm like you said no more to this what the fuck andrew are you retarded like that crazy but it's you're absolutely right for me it just gets you in the door it's the entranceway it's the carpet it's like a welcome mat that's all it is you know but once you're in the door if if we can't sustain it intellectually or emotionally or find that that if you don't scratch the itch if i don't scratch your itch it's not gonna work so what are maybe we can make you a ghosted stories match andrew what are you looking for Oh, what who I, should hit you up on Twitter? In a, in what a type of ladies? Oh, I absolutely. I would love that. <laughs> Please. Yeah, I just like um, I like strong, driven women um, that are. Uh, I mean, I would I would hope that you're at least you have. If you're not doing your profession currently, at least like you would, you're following your dreams. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, I come from kind of like a dream following household, so mm-hmm. I appreciate that. And. Um, and yeah, I mean, exceptionally beautiful. I'm a shallow piece of shit. <laughs> uh, I mean, just being honest, it sucks. I wish I wasn't. I wish I was the least shallow person in the world. It's it's awful. It's a you know, it's, it's crippling. But uh, <laughs> but like you said, it's like that'll only get you in the door. But like if these beautiful women that you've rejected, right? Exactly. Yeah. I don't look at it as like, oh, I reject. It. It's it's not even my choice. Or that you just no longer were interested. In. Exactly. It's, it's, you it's, didn't see it going. It's, I can actually lose interest. But my my the problem is it doesn't happen the other way. Right. Oh, okay. Right. It's not like there's somebody who I have zero attraction to whatsoever, and then I meet them. Right. And that's like, oh my god, they're so beautiful. It's it's not like the shall how that movie you know what right. I mean? i've never been like cursed no, i wish that i was cursed <laughs> with that but but uh i don't think that happens the other way for for men, men. it doesn't no it's it not definitely happens like for women yeah yeah you have no what we look like means nothing 
That's why I'm. That's why I feel like it's 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 wrong to criticize women for getting plastic surgery, right? It's mm -hmm. it because it would be the same thing as criticizing men for making money, or being successful. You know, okay. seriously, like you it you can't help it as women not being rich, but like being great. I think women are really attracted to greatness. You can't right. help but be attracted to someone who's great at something. It's sure, you, but like you said, you feel the same way. Or like I'm even not if attracted to Oprah. <laughs> She's great. I'm not attracted to well, like right. I'm so not attracted to, to Joy Behar. Physical. <laughs> there has to be some physical attraction, but that's not going to be the entryway, like you said, for you. But there, that, but there, yeah. you have they have to after they attract you with their just physicality looks, then you're going to be interested only if exactly if it then they also up, have that it, sort and, of drive and, and the older right. i get the more more i value it and right. i'll tell you one thing i really value confidence yeah yeah like you can make somebody okay with things that they're not okay with simply by being confident yeah like i mean this this one girl she has like um this is gonna seem so crazy she has like kind of like like some blonde like back hairs <laughs> Like above her butt. What I know it sounds like so crazy. Curly, like no, she's not. Not curly, but like just like you wouldn't even see it. But then the light, you can kind of see it. I feel and like everyone has like yeah, some no, like, no. Some this was this is a little bit more. This okay. is a little bit more than 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 everybody. This I'm is like not about just to like go like look at my back. To, no, in the mirror this is like tonight. is it like curly? Does she like shave it, make a sweater? No, <laughs> no, no. no. Okay. So she has some lower back fuzz. It's 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 more than fuzz. It's, it's more hair. like it's hair. hair. I wouldn't call it fuzz. Is different. We all have fuzz. I see what you're saying, but you're saying it's like you don't see it automatically but when the light you notice a, it it's yes. a lot i have a hair phobia yeah okay. i don't want okay. this i have a hair phobia i don't know something happened to me as a kid i don't know what the fuck <laughs> she's so confident as a woman just like in i think her you know her mother she's like french so she's uh, like you know like yeah yeah i was just gonna say the thing about it. europe is it's not that they don't give a shit about anything wrong with them is that they don't lie to them mm -hmm. in europe like they just go oh you're ugly <laughs> but it's not like insulting. It's just like, no, that's how you were born. Right, you know, it's just, and then so you can't accept. Help it. You're like, eh, you're yeah. like my face is ugly, but I have great legs. Like, and they'll just be so accepting and understanding of about their bodies. Right. Where in America, we tell everybody they're the most beautiful thing in the entire world, right. and then they go through the, the, their lives and they're like, wait, am I? What, what right. is it? Am I beautiful? Am I not beautiful? <laughs> right. This is freak out. So right. her mother is French, so she raised her with this, like, you know, every day you're beautiful, you're stunning, this, that, the other. And I think it really took hold. And here I, with this fucking phobia, her confidence is overwhelming <laughs> I just my phobia. See what this hair yeah, I'm like. really fascinated. I'll get a picture. Yeah, I need it. I'll get a picture. Snapchat so it's overwhelming it my hair phobia. That's okay. that's the beauty of confidence. It's really mm -hmm. amazing. You know, okay. we try to embrace insecurity, but I think the trick might be just ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> just ignore it <laughs> if you want to tell her I don't know if you're going to see her again uh, Erase Spa it's on 7th Avenue between Erase. 29th and 30th That's I just Erase went and got laser hair removal there a mere hours oh, ago oh you got laser I oh, did, I'm doing laser in like body. a vat she just oh, texted it's so me good. dip it's yourself in a vat <laughs> they just lower me I listen to a podcast while I'm in there and then they pull me up <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. But a race spa, and then maybe a race spa can be a sponsor of this her. podcast. All right. Well, listen, I'm down. Let's for get any, <laughs> I mean, it would be so on brand for us. <laughs> just get rid of it all. And then we could do one of those things where in the middle, like, we just like break. Yeah. You, you just text she just texted me. She goes, um, <laughs> and this is the type of like, this is so funny, but like, she's like, she's like a Did she braid girl. it and she wanted to show you? No, no, no. She goes, uh, she sent me a, a New York Magazine um, Instagram. Uh, New Yorker magazine, uh, Instagram cartoon, cartoon, and it says um, it's a picture of a mom and the daughter, 
and a daughter, they're both looking in the mirror, and the daughter's going, Mommy, when will I be, blo- when will I blossom into a beautiful projection of male desire? <laughs> Wait, she just texted you that now, apropos of nothing. Is she here? Apropos of nothing. That's yeah. hilarious. Those are her Isn't that crazy? That's really funny. That's really weird. Yeah. And then just text her back, erasepod.com. <laughs> Oof. So Schultz, thank you so yes. much for hanging out with us. Thank you. On I, w- I wish I had more ghosting stories. Um, no, that was great. I love. Great I talk. like these ones where we go. Yeah, on just like we dive I feel deep like on ghosting, dating. It's just we really like the name. This is what I say all that's the time. That's just the we entry like the point. Name, that's the entry point. And then we go where we want. I love that. I, yeah. I think that. I think a lot of times you need like a little. You need a hook. Yeah. You need a niche, but it doesn't have to be. Doesn't just have lure to people in. Stick there, yeah, because they're ultimately, hopefully, going to listen because they love the way you guys talk about right. relationships or dating, etc. Yeah. Schultz, where can people stalk you? Oh, date you? Come date show up at your shows Please, and make if, it weird. If you're a if you're a nice, driven young lady who's uh, very <laughs> supportive and and very giving with her attention and energy, and confident, minimal and, back uh, hair, and 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 confident, and uh, you know we all are very I think insecure as well. I, I think the best thing in life is a balance between extreme insecurity and extreme confidence. Sure, extreme confidence is so just a balance. I think we would call it literally, <laughs> but like, well, I, I said balance, right? But it's like. But no, I, I, I've been thinking about this like because people will talk about you need the confidence to do what you want, right? right. You need the okay. confidence to decide, I'm going to go on stage and talk to people or I'm right. going to do a podcast. Like You need the confidence to believe that people want to hear it, but you also need the insecurity to get better. If mm. you're all mm. confidence, you just won't improve. You'll be like, yeah. I'm the best. I'm amazing. Why would I? Right. right? Totally. So, you need, so you need that little voice in the back of you going, dude, you fucking suck. Get yeah. better. And then the other voice going, but do it because you're amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Totally. Good point. That's what so we there point. we go. Ladies, if, go. if you have, but you know, not too much pressure. I mean, if you just, I don't want to put pressure on you. <laughs> Maybe if you laughed at least at 60% of the time to this podcast. Yeah. 60 <laughs> to 70% of the time. That we know you're in. Good, <laughs> if I'm shooting a good percentage, you know, hit me up and we can talk about, I don't know. We can hang out and then I'll protect you. I will. I'll beat up your ex-boyfriends. Every single one. Are you at Andrew Schultz? Uh, It's a, uh, yeah, it's uh, at Twitter at Andrew Schultz. Uh, There's no T in it. S-C-H-U-L-Z. Instagram as well. And, um, and then, yeah, check it out. I do a podcast too with the, oh yeah? Yeah. Yeah. With with Charlemagne the God. Yes. uh, From Girl Code and Guy Code and and many other things, fame. But uh, it's called The Brilliant Idiots. So if you want to hear us indeed. talk about, you know, some random, we just talk about like race and gender and all this other kind of shit. And, but it's basically just what's going on in the news. We have a brilliant idiot take on it. So give that a, a listen. It's a good That's podcast. Great. And then, yeah, you're on, I mean, you're doing comedy all over, yeah, all over the I, place. I, I so even if people aren't NYC local. Check it out. Yeah. If yeah. I'm in your city, it's called a mansplained. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I knew you Full girls. Circle. Were you triggered? Are you guys triggered? <laughs> we need to log off so I can go into my trigger um, safe room. Just pillows. And just like have a moment. Schultz, thank you so much. You're thank the you best. Guys. It was thank great you. to see you and catch up with you. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Boo. Boo.